You've tuned into the LU Moment. I'm your host, Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs for Lamar University. We like to showcase great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University, just so you know everything that's going on there at Lamar and what a jewel Lamar University is to our community. Today we're going to talk about Lamar University's study abroad program, specifically in the College of Business. I've got Dr. Henry Venta who has been on every trip Lamar University offers, I believe, and he's going to correct me if I'm wrong, in the uh, College of Business. Tough job, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got a real <laughs> tough job. He gets to travel. So um, he's going to give us all the details about that. But first, I want to talk about some other amazing people at Lamar. And this is just in this last week, some of the things that have happened, some of our Lamar University alumni and current students who have been recognized for doing outstanding things. We have an electrical engineering senior, he's going to graduate later this year, who won first place at an IEEE paper contest. And his paper uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but um, it has to do with microchips. The title was Utilizing Spintronics via Logic and Memory Processing for Low Power and Embedded Computing amazing. So he won the IEEE Region 5 Area East Area Student Paper Competition, which means he gets to go to the next level competition. So it's it's really, really exciting. I want to mention his name is Josh Evans, Lamar University Senior Electrical Engineering. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, then there's John Scott. He's a doctor, a graduate of Lamar University from 1979 with a Bachelor of Science in Biology. He's been appointed to the Texas Physician Assistant Board by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. He will serve along with, I believe, five or six others on this board that is responsible for issuing physician-assisted licenses to qualified individuals here in the state of Texas, and he'll do that until the year 2023. So another Lamar graduate doing amazing things. Um, he did pre-med there, of course, at Lamar, and then went on to get his um, his medical license. And then we have a Lamar University alumnus named Young Engineer of the Year, the Texas Society of Professional Engineers, Sabine Chapter, named Keith Zotsky. Young Engineer of the Year, and he was honored uh, on February 21st by this group uh, during a banquet. Um, Zodsky graduated in 2011, saying he is a staff engineer for Arsenault, Wilson, and Cole. He's a civil engineer, and that's a firm located in Port Arthur. He's responsible for drainage designs, land development, water and sewer design, as well as pipeline design. And he was nominated not only because of his professional achievements, but also because of his involvement in engineer, the engineering profession and, of course, the, um, the society there that, that um, he's very active. I think he's the treasurer currently and has been the secretary in the past. So congratulations to all these folks. For, uh, for being recognized for their hard work. And um, it, it goes to show what you can do with a degree from Lamar University. Lots of opportunity, lots of recognition in the community and beyond. So I wanted to point that out. Lots of great people coming from Lamar University, including Dr. Henry Venta, <laughs> who was the dean of the College of Business uh, for how many years? 16 years until 16, last July. Until last July. And then you just decided you'd rather travel. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I have been involved with every program in the, the, of study abroad, but I've oh, only, I didn't lie. I've only taken one group away, 
Oh. The, the other times I was the dean, of course, and so was very responsible for yes. finding funding, the program design, who gets to go. But actually, I've only been with a student group this last time. Uh, in the first two weeks of January, uh, I took a group uh, to the south of Spain uh, to study uh, business in the European Union. Okay. And, and that's the one that I that I can talk from personal experience, but of course I know all the other programs. You know all the other programs. So l- let me get this straight. I think what I'm hearing you say is you helped develop the program right. from from the get-go as dean. Right. Uh, so when I first started as dean, we didn't really have any programs really? from the College of Business Study Abroad. In fact, Study Abroad at Lamar University has taken great leaps over the last uh, decade or so. Uh, overall, and, and, and o- the whole overall, the whole campus. That's correct. And why is that? I mean, why is well, study abroad so important? Because these days you don't compete just with the people from mm. from this area and from Houston and Austin. You compete from uh, that guy in Japan that puts in his resume in Indeed, right? <laughs> that's so right. you need you need to have global connections, global experiences. You need a variety of things. So Lamar University has been very active in that, particularly since uh, the beginning of Ken Evans's presidency. Uh, it's put a lot of effort and, of course, money. Uh, mm. One of the things about study abroad is that it costs money. It's costly to travel. And so mm-hmm. uh, although the coursework itself is not the issue because often that's just a regular course. And however a student pays for courses normally, financial aid, scholarships, all that can uh, can cover study abroad courses. Mm. But the actual right. the actual trip itself, right, and the maintenance and the airfare and all that, that is an additional cost. And the demographic of our student body is that most of them can't afford that directly without some scholarship help. And so a lot of scholarship money goes toward this because the, 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 camp, the uh, university believes it's important. That's correct. So uh, Dr. Evans has done a lot at the university level. At uh, the college level, uh, we were one of the pioneers in the, in the university as a college in beginning these programs. The business college. Correct. Uh, we were able, because of the of the wonderful generosity of several donors, to create some large funds that allow us to uh, provide scholarship opportunity to lots of students. And so that is it's a lot easier for the student to consider this when they know what, that there's funds th- that, that they can achieve. Yeah, that's correct. They, they can, can cover some of their access. Some right. of their access between fifty and seventy percent somewhere there. Oh, we that's try, great. We try to cover. Okay. So, uh, we began. I can't even remember now the year, but maybe seven or eight years ago. Somewhere in your 16-year yes. tenure there. Yeah, yeah, but not early, later, okay, later because okay. it, took, it takes funding. And until right. you can get that funding and mm-hmm. the, getting that funding means developing the, the donor network and all that. Uh, the first program that we did was a program to China. Uh, and that program has been ongoing since that time. Really? We do that program uh in the time period between the end of the spring semester and the beginning of the summer sessions. So students can actually go. A couple of weeks? A couple of weeks. A okay. couple of weeks. So, okay. so let, me, let me backtrack here. So okay. all of our programs except for one are short-term programs. Got it. Between 10 days and 15 days. And that's because most of our student body works, uh, needs to continue to go to school, school all the time. Mm-hmm. So the concept of the traditional study abroad of let's go away for a semester or a year. Not practical just, for our people. Just doesn't work for the business students in particular. Got it. Neither the undergrad and particularly not for the grad students. Sure. So all of our programs essentially have been these kinds of smaller uh, programs. But two weeks is better than no weeks. I'll say Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And also the experience and how we schedule that, they're completely, completely full. It's not like you're going to a 
another school, you enroll in some of their classes, and then you, uh, you achieve the cultural immersion sort of by osmosis, by being there. No, we just have everything super structured, and the students are going from one place to the next, and so we pack a lot in a couple of weeks. And this is, this is not vacay. No, it is not at all. Not <laughs> this at all. is get it and go, and you're totally immersed in the culture. And um, I'm, I'm assuming because it's business, you tour businesses. Yes, right. So let me let me give you an itinerary for the Perfect. last trip that we went to. Okay. The, the latest trip that we've created, uh, off because of the my replacement, Dan French, who's the dean of the College of Business, has longtime connections with a university in the south of Spain called the University of Alicante. Alicante is in the what is called it's the, the Valencia community. Uh, communities are like states. Okay. And okay. And uh, Alicante province is like a county, maybe. Okay. Uh, in our in our system, so we went to Alicante and did lots of things, but always coming back to sleep in Alicante. So the so the students were not burdened by traveling from place to place. Now that means we covered a smaller region. If you go to China. You can't really do that. You've right? got to because cover a lot of territory. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so every every day we had side visits sure. where we went to mm-hmm. see different companies. We had uh, sometimes uh, longer field trips. We went to several other cities. Uh, we had class every day. Really? Because we were at a university. We had oh. classroom space. And so uh, half the classes were done by professors at the University of Alicante. So, for example, we had professors talk about the uh, doing marketing in the European Union. Mm. How do you manage mm. the international affairs in the European Union? Very relevant. Uh, absolutely. I mean, because our, we're marketing over there. Our companies are marketing to the Ex- European Union. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some discussions on the new uh, data regulations in the European Union that are affecting all of us. You probably all, all of our listeners can can attest that they now go into any website and at the bottom it says all this stuff about we use cookies and we do this and you have to accept it. That's, That's a it. result of That's the it. of the European Union's new rules on data. So they affect you every day even though you don't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we visited uh, the European Union Intellectual Property Office. It was a magnificent time that we had there. And then, of course, cultural activities, right? Sure. We did lots of cultural activities. So uh, the students spent between visits and uh, classroom time and uh, and side trips that are business oriented, probably of about forty five contact hours during the two week period, which is the same as you would spend if you went to class in a whole semester in a course. That's incredible. And then, in addition to that, of course, we had the cultural things, right? So we go visit a city, we go see these castles, we do all this stuff uh, because I am fluent in Spanish and have been to Spain many times. Then they got the cultural activity from me in some sense, right? We would go out to dinner mm. all together and, you know, they get an experience of, well, what is it to eat tapas? Yeah. You know, everybody knows here about tapas, right? But what really is it and how does it work? Is it different? It's, it's quite different. Quite, quite, quite different. Than, that, yeah, we've I been, mean, it's been Americanized, right? Yeah. Well, in, in Spain, you know, they don't eat like we do. They have five meals a day. Right. Uh, they're just mm. smaller. I could and, live there. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that, that gives you an experience. So we flew together, came back together. And do the students stay in a, in a hotel? What's, what are their right. living we conditions stay, and how stay, many go? Yeah, we had, this group that I had had 12 students. Half of them were undergraduate students and half of them were graduate students. So the age range was 19 to 42. Wow. And yet we yelled well. We did lots of things. Uh, they wrote a lot of reports. They're now, after they've come back, in fact, today, they, their report is due. Uh, each of them was put in a group, and uh, one of the things they learned over there was a model 
understand the impact of tourism, and they're doing that for three different regions in our in our area: the Golden Triangle, the uh, Galveston Boulevard area, and the whole Texas Gulf Coast region. They're putting together reports That's about correct. the impact of travel in those areas. Right, impact of tourism. Yes, tourism. And mm-hmm. so it's uh, it, it's very it's very exciting. Uh, I've already received the report. The quality is quite high. So the students get a terrific experience. Uh, they do so at a modest out-of-pocket expense because of the scholarship opportunities. And gain practical information. And they're Absolutely. coming back and implementing what they learned almost immediately. If you, if you had dinner or lunch with them before they want a trip and after they come on a trip, you can just tell. Do they're they gain credit people. for this? Is it a, yes. A they, have okay. to, they, they take a course, uh, and uh, the courses vary in name, but they're generally courses associated with global enrichment or um, – special topics in management, things of that sort. And, and I can assume from what, you know, we've talked about the demographic of our students there at Lamar University. Some of these folks maybe haven't flown. They haven't been very far out of the area. That in and of itself has got to be um, a good a good ex- educational experience. That's right. Only one student of the 12 that I took had ever been abroad. Right, right. Had ever been abroad. I'm not counting Canada. I mean, just getting passports and going through them. I mean, those are practical skills that you have to pack in for a long trip. These are practical uh, life skills, right. important life skills. That's right. And believe it or not, they were instructed, don't pack. A whole lot. Carry on only. Right. <gasps> wow. Well, you have to be able to do it because otherwise. You're going to you be hauling that around. Your, you'll you be miss miserable. Your connection and you right. miss your connection. Right. Right. right? Been there so, and done that. Yeah. Uh, on the way back, you can <laughs> check anything they want to. But on the way there. They were instructed to do that. They had to understand security risks. They had to do – so it's a, it's a wonderful sort of experience. It, it, sound, it sounds just so, wonderful. So the same trip was the first time we did it was in January. It will be done again this summer. I'm not leading that group. Another professor is leading the group this summer. Uh, we have been doing in the past the one to China that I mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast. Uh, and that, uh, that happens that, – that's a different kind of trip because you have to travel so much. Uh, so they take planes from one city to the next. They, of course, always visit Beijing, which is the cultural center. But we visit lots of the business cities in Spain, mm-hmm. and they go again, visit factories. They visit companies and all that. Uh, often they go to Hong Kong to understand the contrast between mainland China and Hong Kong and how things work. Right. Uh, very, very interesting to them. Uh, we also do a trip that, in fact, they are leaving on Saturday, March 9th to uh, Panama and Costa Rica. Uh, they spend the first half of the trip in Costa Rica. They, the students stay with host families, so they have to get immersed immediately in what, in what that culture is. Still staying with a host family, I That's can only correct. imagine. Exactly. Yes. And then they, uh, in Costa Rica, they, we spend a lot of time on ecotourism and activities like that because uh, that's, that's what Costa Rica is famous for. Right, right. And then we hop across to Panama. And in Panama, Panama is a completely different place, full of international trade, big banking, and, of course, the Panama Canal. And we were lucky that uh, a Lamar alum, uh, Jorge Quijano, uh, was the long time. I think he's just finished his term as uh, director of the Panama Canal Authority. And so we get some nice VIP treatment at the Panama Canal. I bet. That's wonderful. And we get inside tours, not just the tours that any tourist can get. And so we get a variety of those things. We visit a, nice a variety benefit. of things. Mm-hmm. Dean French also has some contacts uh, with the City of Knowledge and a variety of other areas where we, the students will have a, a broad range of experience. And again, that trip leaves on a Saturday, returns the following week on a Sunday. 
Wow. So nine they, days. But, of course, they work before they go to the trip, and they uh, work after they go to the trip. Oh, right? A lifetime of knowledge while Absolutely. they're there. So yeah. we pack it. We pack it heavily. Okay. So, so Spain, China, Costa Rica. Costa Rica and Panama. That's, and Panama. that's the only ones that we do Got that it. are so far that are those short-term ones. Got we also it. have a long-running exchange program with the ESC Rennes School of Business, which is two hours outside of Paris in France. That's more traditional semester exchanges. Their students come here. Our students go there. And have we done a lot of that? We have. Well, I'd say we over the years we've probably done 20, 20 students from Lamar have gone there. Usually every semester we have two or three people there, and we have three or four people from them come over here. Great experience. I right. mean, from the students come back and are just and, and it's both ways, right? Right. Uh, right now, for example, in one of the classes I'm teaching, I have two exchange students, and so they add significant value to the class. They bring a perspective that is so different. So even the students that aren't going on study abroad benefit when we have students from abroad come and be in their classes. Now, Dr. Venta, I, I, I didn't mention it, and I'm sorry. You're a professor of management in our Department of Management and Marketing there, still involved in the College of Business and, of course, doing the study abroad. Um, what do the students have to do to um, qualify to, to uh, go on one of these programs? Well, they have to be in good standing. Uh, and generally, of course, uh, the, high, the the better you are academically, the more likely that you can get some funding. To be chosen uh, and get funding, yeah. For the, for the funding, uh, it depends uh, on on what the status is and what they're doing. Our primary funding is for College of Business students going on College of Business-sponsored trips. The Got France it. trip, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. is College of Business students, but that's not exactly a College of Business-sponsored trip, so that's slightly second priority. Anybody in the university can qualify. So if a student is not a business student but wants to go on a business trip, they qualify. They're just at a lower priority, and so it depends upon availability. How funds. many people are going right. and that kind of thing. Example, I would bet that it's very uh, desired. I mean, there are a lot of people who want to do it this. It is. Well, a lot of our students are scared. Sure. Uh, you know our demographic of our students. Right. Many of them have never left Texas. Many right. of them haven't left uh, this side of the state. Right. And so uh, the idea of going abroad uh, it, it's scary for some of them. So they really have to be, out of their comfort zone. Right? Yeah. So they have to be pushed a little bit. Right. And the more we can have uh, situations like this uh, mm-hmm. radio broadcast that mm-hmm. uh, inform students about, well, this is this is good. We should mm. try it. And it's all right to step into the unknown. People come bit. back. And That's they, right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Go back to school. And That's the most important rule right. of, of study abroad. Everybody, come home. Right. Everybody you took has to come back. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, I think it's exciting, and I applaud you for being one of the, the pioneers there at Lamar to get this get this going because it's changing students' lives and their perspective and making them more um, more valuable in the workforce. And uh, that's that's important. And that's what Lamar is all about. We're really building the next generation of uh, of workforce. Right. So I mean, we have to be competitive globally for our students, and our students need to expose to be exposed to the global economy that we all live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, as you go down the line in the future, right? We the the pie, right? Yes. The economic pie is growing. Our share of the economic pie. As, an, as Americans, is probably diminishing, Small, but smaller. a smaller mm-hmm. share of a bigger pie mm-hmm. ends up with more. Yeah. And so we have to under our students and our, in fact, their whole community needs to understand that the pie is getting bigger, right? And that the, mm-hmm. the the good old days are probably gone forever, mm-hmm. uh, and they weren't maybe as good as you thought they were, right? right? And right. that and that, but it can still be good. Absolutely, being a participant in the in the mm-hmm. new global order is of primary importance. Yeah, you can't put your head in the sand. That's right. Yeah.
Well, thank you so much. Great information. And uh, I really had no idea that all of that was going on at Lamar. So I'm glad to know. And I hope people out there uh, appreciate the information, too. And I hope there's a student listening out there, you know, a a current student or a a future student who would be interested in the College of Business and and going to one of these programs. Thank you so much. If we have some donors that are out there, (laughs) you can always use more money. Thank you very much for having me. I love it. More money, too. All right. Let me tell you a few things going on uh, this week. The History in Motion, Julius Caesar, is a film that's being showed on uh, March 19th. We've got a lot of baseball and softball. And I want to let teachers out there know that we're bringing in guest lecturer Michael Fullen. Now, he is uh, really internationally known for his uh, development of he's an, a worldwide authority on educational reform. And he advises policymakers and local leaders in helping to achieve the moral purpose of all learning. He is coming to speak at our ballroom, the Setzer Center Ballroom, on March 20th at 1130, and all educators in our area are invited to attend. Wanted to let everybody know about that. Hey, thanks for spending this time with us and listening to the LU Moment. We really do appreciate it. I'm Shelley Vitanza, your host, and we'll see you next week.